Barclays is telling us they want to simplify their operations on the continent, but perhaps we can ask you to simplify what this means for us as customers and as South Africans. What is this? What impact is this ultimately going to have on us? Well, as far as the impact on South Africans are concerned, it's nothing really at this point in time because um, Barclays has pledged to reduce its stake in the business over a period of time over the next two, three years. Now, the reason it is doing that is um, it currently holds 62% of the business of Barclays Africa um, here based in Johannesburg. But because of a UK regulatory requirement that holds 100% of the liabilities and, that, and, and of the risk, and not only that, once it converts the earnings that uh, Barclays Africa makes from rands into pounds, the depreciation of the rand means that the earnings that the company makes out of the business is lowered. So um, there's no Im- immediate impact on, on South Africa. We did see the rand uh, strengthen just slightly today on the news. There was also some uh, positive uh, news out of China, which did bolster the rand as well. But it does mean that they're not exiting it at all in one in one big go and there was obviously there was a lot of speculation beforehand that they're going to exit South Africa and Africa completely so that has been uh, taken care of and and it does kind of show that Barclays isn't fleeing uh, South Africa or the continent where it's been present for almost 100 years. Should we read anything into this move about the bank's sentiment about operating in South Africa? I mean, you you point to the fact that there's a depreciating rand being part of the reason for this. Does it indicate anything about the bank's mood towards operating here? Well, they did say um, there were comments uh, by the CEO of Barclays, uh, Jeff Staley, that he was saying that it's a great business. It was a very difficult decision for them to reduce their stake in, in Barclays Africa. Um, so there was there was nothing really pointing to the risk of being in South Africa. He did say APSA, is a, um, the, or the bank formerly known as APSA, is a good is a good and uh, it's a good business, and that he expects to see a significant amount of interest over the next couple of years from investors to buy shares in in the bank's uh, in the bank's uh, assets. Vernon, some of us may be confused by this story because a couple of years ago, Barclays had told us that, that Africa was part of their key business strategy on the continent. They were looking to expand and grow. They saw the opportunities abounding on the African continent. So, so why exit now? Well, it's not really, it's not an exit, it's more than it's a reduction um, to avoid the risk that they have to have in terms of holding capital on their balance sheet. So because of the holding structure at the moment, they have to set aside capital in the UK for the business. Um, Barclays Africa CEO Maria Ramos did say today that it's not going to affect their operations at all. They're going to continue growing um, as they had planned. So as far as that is concerned, we've also had statements from uh, the Kenyan operations saying that they're still going to continue growing. They still see growth on the continent. Um, A lot of bankers have expressed interest in in, um, expanding their operations in in the rest of the continent. We had Mike Brown, the CEO of Nedbank, at a a conference uh, that Bloomberg hosted in Cape Town saying that they're still interested in looking at the continent. We had um, the former CEO of Barclays, uh, Bob Diamond, who runs Atlas Mara. It's also a London-based company that is buying banks across the continent. He was saying they're still looking at... um, and operations there. So it's not uh, it's not a case of all is lost. It's just a question of them reducing their 
capital exposure to South Africa for regulatory requirements. Everyone can probably remember the former Reserve Bank Governor Tito Mboweni and, and his comments about Barclays being particularly critical of the bank, not really adding anything new upon their entry into the South African market. Do they leave a mark here, Vernon? Well, Maria Ramos was on a call today saying that the company has invested a significant amount of um, of capital in the country. So, um, you know, I, I don't know where Mr. Mboweni stands now um, in his different role, but uh, I'm sure the CEO and uh, the company would argue that they've made a significant uh, contribution to the country in, in just in facilitating banking in, and, and investing in the country. They've been spending quite a lot of money in investing in new technology to reduce their costs. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know where... But, but really, to be honest, I don't know where Mr. Mboweni is, what his views are of the company right now. So so who could we see buying up these shares? There's been lots of talk of a state bank. Even Bob Diamond perhaps could be buying up some of those shares. Do we know any, anyone that's interested right now? Well, remember, it still has to go through a process, and um, it's not looking at cutting. We don't know the magnitude of what they want to sell. They still have to negotiate that with UK regulators. But the Public Investment Corp, um, which administers the South African government pensions, has actually um, come on record to say that they'd be very interested in increasing, in increasing their stake in Barclays Africa. So they could come and buy a portion of that. And um, Barclays, the Barclays CEO was on uh, Bloomberg Television earlier today saying that um, they haven't, because they just mount, made the announcement today, they haven't started any conversations with any investors as to buying those shares.